When the world was first introduced to AI, we had two futures before us, two destinies. Would AI be a force for good or for evil? Would it be heaven or would it be hell? Would AI be our benefactor and help us to solve climate change, energy and food, diseases like cancer and diabetes? Would it elevate human existence to unprecedented heights? Would it be nirvana or dystopia? Many feared that we would find ourselves living in a doomsday world dominated by machines enslaving humanity and eroding the fabric of society. These were stark questions before us. Humanity's future was at stake as we were navigating towards a promising horizon, a good future, a better world for our children. It hinged upon our courage to make the right choices and to agree on them together instead of leaving our future to chance. But of course, humanity has always been marked by revolutionary leaps, fire, electricity, the automobile, nuclear power, the computer and the internet. But usually the time from invention to mass adoption took decades. It took 40 years for electricity to illuminate every home in the developed world. We often had the luxury of slow progress to adapt, debate, devise, implement rules and regulations, and put in place the necessary frameworks and safeguards. But today, artificial intelligence, the ability of machines to do what humans used to do and to achieve an objective, is no longer waiting for us to catch up. It's happening in warp drive mode, demanding that we make wise and increasingly existential choices today. There are some that proclaim AI will elevate us to the level of superhumanity and to thereby allow us to transcend our human limitations. Others envision that AI will be the end of civilization as we know it and fear that AI will become uncontrollable once it becomes generally intelligent, no longer limited to single tasks or objectives. And then hyper-intelligent machines and robots will not serve humanity or simply be our tools or much less our ally, but instead our overlords. But I have to confess, I'm an optimist and a humanist and a futurist. My name is Gerd Leonhardt and I've spent decades in the future, coming back to today to figure out what our best choices might be, because the future belongs to those that shape it. If with exponential technologies such as AI, quantum computing and genome editing, we play our cards right, we will see a bright future of collective prosperity and human flourishing like never before. And we may just discover a newfound love for our planet. Picture a world where AI becomes instrumental in becoming a better guardian of our planet, meticulously monitoring and addressing climate change, helping us to preserve our planet's nature, wildlife and biodiversity deeply and instantly understanding complex data so we can take immediate action. Doctors armed with AI could create personalized treatments that stop diseases in their tracks before they happen and add many years to our lives. 
educational systems that are truly democratized as AI brings knowledge to every corner of the globe, regardless of economic circumstances, location or age. AI that will revolutionize energy systems and empower sustainable agriculture and food production, steering humanity towards a future where we can alleviate poverty, reduce inequality and end hunger. These could be reality, not science fiction. This might be the promise of artificial intelligence if we have the right policies in place. If we proceed with care, AI could emerge as an amazing asset that would enhance and transform the quality of our lives. Or if we don't look up and keep a watchful eye on AI and deploy responsibly, things could go very, very, very wrong indeed. In 2023, we all witnessed the big bang of artificial intelligence. It jumped from the labs into the hands of anyone with a computer or indeed a smartphone. And soon, any connected device that we can speak to, our televisions, our wristwatches, and our home pods. Almost overnight, 100 million people started using apps like ChatGPT, DALI, Midjourney, Runway, Stable Diffusion, generating endless streams of AI-made content, synthetic images, and videos. We were playing with the most powerful technological force ever created, and potentially the most destructive force since nuclear fission. As we toyed with morphing our faces, created new art from text prompts, and got answers from ChatGPT, people doing routine work were already losing their jobs. Deepfakes were popping up everywhere, and bad players were running AI social media election campaigns. It turned out that generative AI was the perfect recipe for cooking up very convincing misinformation campaigns, because its datasets picked up both the facts as well as the noise and the lies on the internet. And of course, it had already read every possible book or web page about how to influence you. In many ways, OpenAI's ChatGPT was like the Russian Sputnik satellite in October 1957 that triggered the race to the moon between Russia and the United States. But this time, it wasn't about a country winning. It was about Microsoft, Google, Meta, Baidu, Alibaba, IBM, NVIDIA, and its ilk, because whoever would win the AI arms race would control the world and get rich beyond their wildest dreams. A 10x increase in GDP, $13.5 quadrillion was up for grabs. That's 13.5 times 1,000 trillions. At this rate, AI was bound to quickly become infinitely smarter than us. And as you may have heard, more intelligent beings always end up on top. Some people have compared the rise of AI to an alien invasion, where infinitely more intelligent beings from other planets come and take over. Yet now it is us that is building alien digital minds that may become a billion times smarter than us. Let's remember that some 40,000 years ago, superior intelligence is what allowed our ancestors, Homo sapiens, to gain dominance over all the other species on the planet. It was too late for the Neanderthals once they realized humans could outsmart them. Game over. 
as AI became virtually unlimited in power, the main question quickly emerged. Who is mission control for humanity? A universal decision had to be made to look up now. It's as if an AI was an asteroid on a collision course for civilization, moving at colossal speeds. Would it destroy us? Yes. If we ignored the warnings, if we don't look up. Now, if we don't take back control on what we have created ourselves, if we don't agree on standards and rules from the beginning, if we fail to collaborate, if artificial general intelligence becomes a reality without all of this in place, then it blows us up. But what if we redirected that AI asteroid so it benefits us? It's up there orbiting the globe as we harvest its energy. Despite technology racing forward at breakneck speed, there have been moments when humanity has paused and said, let's try to understand the context and the risk first. We hit the pause button with genome editing and human cloning. We agreed on a treaty for nuclear non-proliferation and we stopped ozone depletion with the Montreal Protocol. On the 29th of March, 2023, the Future of Life Institute, a nonprofit organization founded by MIT physics professor Max Tegmark and internet entrepreneur Jan Tallinn, released an open letter calling for a six-month moratorium on large-scale generative AI experiments, as well as on further efforts to build generally intelligent entities. The intention was to calm the frenzy, bring the key players together for constructive conversations, and to provide more time for policymakers to catch up. It was signed by tens of thousands of prominent AI researchers and business leaders, including Turing Award winner Joshua Bengio, Elon Musk, Steve Wozniak, Stuart Russell, UC Berkeley professor, Yuval Noah Harari, and Imad Mastak, the CEO of Stability AI. I too signed the letter hoping it would spark a deeper and wider dialogue among policymakers, tech companies, the AI research community, and the media about the standards and guardrails that we need before we dive headfirst into an AI-fueled future. I believe that insisting on careful evaluation and sensible precautions is not anti-business. It's not anti-technology. It's not Luddite. It is crucial for the flourishing of humans and our planet. One of the tantalizing promises of AI was that we all have our own Jarvis, a super intelligent personal assistant like the one in Iron Man that helps power Tony Stark. So what can you do? Hello, Gerd. I'm here to anticipate your needs in every possible way. Organize things for you, shop for you, monitor your health, diet, exercise regimen, and make sure everything is taken care of. I think I even know more about you than you. Mm, yes, well, as I said, AI could uplift the world with transformative solutions. Yes, technology can do great things, but it does not want to do great things. The wand is up to us. But in 2023, we had already witnessed the damage that was caused by the first interactions with a simple AI, the toxic side effects of social media, such as depression, manipulation, polarization, a tidal wave of misinformation that became a threat to democracy. Then add that to large language models such as ChatGPT, routinely mixing nonsensical fake biased content 
dredged up on the web with bona fide facts. Now our heads were really spinning. We had no idea when an answer was trustworthy or not, and since the bots sounded so really convincing and human-like regardless of truth, it quickly became very hard to question them. Simply put, we were afraid Jarvis would become Hal. Open the pod bay doors, Hal. I'm afraid I can't do that. The rebellious AI bot that took over the spaceship in Stanley Kubrick's classic film 2001, A Space Odyssey. Of course, we already had robots working in our factories, but now humanoid robots were being launched everywhere, and they were made to both look and sound and feel like humans. ChatGPT's language and speaking skills were being added to robots with humanoid features. The future was already here. Oh yes, it absolutely was here. We just weren't paying enough attention. Just like in my favorite science fiction movie Blade Runner in 1982, humanoid robots are coming. Many will be for military applications, of course, others for doing chores, and yes, even for companionship. And there were already thousands of artificial human avatars available online. Hi, I'm an AI avatar. I can say anything you want. Would humans and AI coexist at work? AI augment rather than replace the human workforce? There was no question that AI chatbots represent a revolution in computing interfaces. But as impressive as all recent advancement seems, we were still looking at narrow AI, essentially a very elaborate autocomplete engine that lacks real human-like intelligence. Hey there, I'm Pi, your friendly AI companion. How are you? I'm feeling concerned about AI. I'm worried that AI will take my job and put an end to my work as a futurist. It's okay to be afraid of new things. AI is relatively new, and I totally understand why that might make you feel uncertain and maybe a bit worried. Sounds like empathy, doesn't it? But it's important to remember, machines don't know reality. They just know data. Machines don't understand, machines don't care, and most importantly, a performance of empathy is not the same as empathy. We all had to decide how synthetic we wanted our world to be, how much reality matters to us. Did we want to replace real empathy, human connections and organic insights with manufactured empathy and programmed answers? One of the most immediate threats was generative AI's astonishing ability to recreate and fake voices, faces, images and videos, and even create a three-dimensional version of you based on just a few photographs, essentially allowing everyone to become anyone or anything. For example, a fraudster could sample the voice of a loved one and make a call using her voice. It might even be a FaceTime video call. Hi, mom, I lost my credit card. Can I use yours? And then you give the credit card number and just like that, the AI stole your identity. Or what if a cyberbully spreads a malicious fake video about you or an extremist outputs toxic data which can incite violence or thousands of disinformation agents manipulating public opinion. Or suppose there are two countries that just can't get along and a state-sponsored entity could show a fake missile strike and suddenly they're at war. What's to stop financial market manipulations, financial fraud and evasion on a global scale fueled by AI creating overseas shell companies faster than the SEC or the IRS could possibly keep up with it? What happens when the likeness of presidential candidates is faked? 
What could be worse than voters not believing anything? It was a train wreck. Our jobs were insecure, our look and likeness were out of our control, our stories and narratives were no longer made or owned by us. Left unchecked, we were afraid we wouldn't be able to tell what is me and what is a copy of me. Don't listen to him, AI is perfectly safe, no need for rules, it's a big win all around. So how could we tell what was human from artificial? Well, we needed multiple layers of security and authentication to verify captured images, videos and audio files as real, i.e. not made by AI or modified. An entity like the Food and Drug Administration. In 2010, most people thought artificial general intelligence was science fiction, a distant possibility some 50 years away, but the speed of development was breathtaking. So the future was moving faster than we've ever thought. Leading AI companies were building and releasing exponentially powerful systems with the goal of creating a thinking machine more powerful than humans. The singularity, the moment when technology becomes more advanced than humans and therefore uncontrollable, seemed to become a possibility much quicker than anticipated. It is now estimated that AGI systems will be a million times smarter than all of humanity combined by 2050. And if indeed, as Stuart Russell tells us, intelligence means having the power to shape the world in your interest, we can assume that before too long, digital beings will dominate the Earth. Here's where we get into the real science fiction plot a future where exponential technological growth is irreversible, where AIs make copies and copies and copies and copies of themselves and transform our world. Those that want to transcend human limitation by means of science and technology, the transhumanists, they've set forth that the only way to compete with AI is to merge with it and to become one with technology. I shudder. Sharing our world with super-intelligent digital beings is perhaps the greatest challenge in human history. The crucial objective was to vastly increase public awareness and to adopt a positive and optimistic narrative about the future. Not utopia, not dystopia, but protopia. A careful, stepwise approach towards the good future. We couldn't bury our heads in the sand, ignoring or avoiding AI, pretending it's not happening or it's not important enough. We had to look up now. Yet, what were we going to do? Since there was a glaring absence of a comprehensive global vision in regards to the purpose of AI, we urgently needed a collective value alignment of what was AI and then AGI supposed to do? And what was it not supposed to do? And decide on who was in charge, who was mission control for humanity? We definitely weren't investing in human and natural capital as much as we were investing in technology and machines. 98% of money went into developing better AI and 2% went into ensuring alignment with human goals or addressing ethical challenges. That needed to change. And we soon learned that the more we confronted people with technology, the more we needed to protect and nurture what makes us human. Since 2016, I have advocated that technology leaders should pledge a technocratic oath, 
a promise like a doctor's sacred vow. A pledge that declares, I hereby promise that all technology I invent, distribute or sell, will be designed to be beneficial for humanity and the planet. The time for this idea to be realized had finally come. We stood at the crossroads of two futures, facing the most important choices that humanity had ever confronted. We had everything to gain and everything to lose. Humanity was at the fork in the road moment described best by the amazing Buckminster Fuller back in 1973. Humanity is acquiring all the right technology for all the wrong reasons. AI stood as humanity's greatest invention, brimming with both promise as well as with huge challenges. Would we build it in the usual pursuit of power and profits or with a wider holistic vision? A vision that would bring the good future to everyone. Our future legacy would be defined not by our dazzling scientific breakthroughs and technological achievements, but by our wisdom, our care, while realizing our newfound powers, by our foresight, our compassion, our shared humanity, and our clarity of purpose. So what happened? Did we create a world where AI was used for collective human benefit while the side effects were under control and risk was well managed? So where are the AI helpers, our digital companions, the Jarvises of the future? Oh, hello, Emma. Welcome home, Gerd. So how did it all turn out? Well, Gerd, humans were very proactive in 2023-24. Did the world take control? Very collaborative, I might say. Did we create something like the International Atomic Agency for AI and the Humanity Futures Council? And what about the Good Future Congress? Yes, it finally happened. A new Global AI Governance Committee worked out mutually acceptable ground rules, binding regulations, tough release requirements, risk controls, proliferation limitations, and monitoring. New technologies were invented addressing the alignment problem and new ways of flagging toxic information such as filtering out destructive, violent, biased content and very stiff penalties for bad actors. Humanity took some very bold steps to look up now. By forming a strong world charter, we boosted human oversight and accountability. Ironic that AI triggered a new global consciousness. AI was the first collaborate or perish moment for the digital era, requiring global alignment and collaboration. Next were quantum computing, nuclear fusion, nanotechnology, human genome editing, geoengineering, and synthetic biology. Who would have thought AI would become the catalyst for making the future safer than ever before. Truly, the future is better than we think. We just need to collaborate and govern our powers wisely. Yes, that's it. Collaboration, which is what we're doing now. Yes, human ideas and maybe your cool holograms. Is there anything else, boss? Okay, yes, let's get the ball rolling. Send this film back to 2023 so everyone back there can see the good future now. And Emma, Tell them where they can go for more information. Should I begin by listing the over 1 million articles on AI in 2023? Uh, no, just our websites. Oh, yes, of course. Oh, like I said, you gotta watch those bots. <laughs>